Wine you. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of this brand new podcast called Wine You Wish Upon a Star. I am your host, Joe Payo. I'm your other host, Brenna Payo. And on this show, as you will soon find out, what we do is we rewatch all of the classic Disney films that you remember growing up. Uh, with in theatrical release order. In theatrical release order. But from the perspective of full-functioning adults. Drunk. Who are drunk. That's the other caveat to that. Well, we're not drunk. Like a nice wine tipsy. Yeah. So we're going for like one bottle during the movie, one bottle after. To kind of loosen, loosen, loosen the tongue a bit. Uh, anyhow, as you may know, the very first theatrical released Disney film, animated Disney film, we're, we're only doing animateds here, is... Uh, Sorry, Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and worst witch uh the first one is snow white and the seven dwarfs can i just start by telling a personal story my grandmother actually met walt disney okay yeah she was at the park she took her six children Mm -hmm. uh well my grandfather was there too they took their kids uh my mother being the oldest and my grandmother was searching she had a cigarette in her mouth she was searching in her purse for a lighter and up walked Walt Disney with a lighter and lit her cigarette and asked how she was enjoying his park. And what did she say? She said she was enjoying it a lot. Did he give her like any money or anything? No, like that, that was it. No, that was it. Did he but say, she like, can I get a press quote or something? Though. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's told it to me many, many times. All right, that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, the reason why I I uh, uh, really put the emphasis on dwarfs was because a lot of people uh, don't realize that it's not Snow White and the Seven Dwarves with a V, but it is with an F, dwarfs. Because at the time, the nomenclature, the no nomenclature for the plural of dwarf was actually dwarfs. The actual, the use of the word dwarves with a V uh, was made popular by J.R.R. Tolkien with The Hobbit, which actually was published the year before Snow White, but didn't actually come into like popularity until maybe about the same time or a little after. But at the time, everybody thought it was dwarfs. And so that is the official title of the movie. All right. Well, it was fun to have a podcast <laughs> for about five minutes now that everyone's gone. Oh, that stuff we is can fascinating. Just you know, that's I'll fascinating. I'll just have more wine. It's fine. All right. So should we, should we kick off our, our little recap? We're going to jump right in. Do, We've, we just watched the movie and... Uh, I was going to say, due to, uh, you know, legal reasons, we will not be playing any clips from the movie. No clips. No music. We are in no way Disney affiliated. As you've noticed from our beautiful theme song, we're actually scared to use more than three notes. We just used in case. two. We used two. We were scared to use three or more. Oh, the first thing I, I, I recognized was the um, that in the very beginning, Walt Disney like wrote a note like recognizing his staff. He's like, "Thank you, everybody who put this together," because I'm sure at the time this was like an impossible thing because they had only been making shorts that were five minutes long, and here is like a full length feature. And he's just like, "Thank you, everybody." Yeah, he was like, "Thank you for you know <laughs> believing in my dream." And uh, so I thought that was kind of cool. Anyway, the other thing that I realized in the opening credits is that there was like 30 animators listed. Well, and weren't those people hand drawing everything? Yeah. And I'm sure they had like a whole bunch of like people doing like ink and paint and all of that stuff. But like, as far as the animators, they credited just 30 of them. Anyway, it goes on to say with this little... I was going to say, I just loved that it started with a book. Oh, yeah. You had to read the backstory for yourself. There's no like, oh, here's the backstory. Like, I had all these questions. How did the evil queen become her stepmother? What happened to her parents? Like, she doesn't mm-hmm. have a mom or a dad. 
most princesses like have one or the other. And these are the things that now in the live action things, they're like, let's cover all of this and do prequels and say, this is how we got here. There's no word on like, where'd she get a magic mirror? Like, what's what's happening? Just jump right in. Here's a book. You get the brief backstory. All right. And we're started. She's washing the stairs. And they do credit the grim fairy tales. And so that was was kind of interesting because it's so far removed from like the, the actual tone of the real grim fairy tales, except for maybe when the trees are trying to murder her later on. But we'll get to that. It's pretty psychedelic. So, uh, one thing I picked out in that is that she's being held as a scullery maid. I don't mm. know what a scullery maid is. Is a scullery maid somebody who just splashes water on the stairs and then just like sighs? Uh, I'm going to touch later on in her cleaning abilities because like all these years, I'm like, oh, Snow White, like the perfect homemaker. Oh, yeah. Uh, nah. 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 We're going to touch on that later, but homegirl splashes the stairs and sighs. And just looks at birds and says like, time for more water. She doesn't clean a thing like this whole movie. Can I just touch on the fact that birds are gross? There's a lot of bird touching. Um... There's so much movie, bird touching and I bird kissing and I like she doesn't positively wash believe that bird flu started with Snow White. It uh, probably explains the plague. She literally okay, the prince shows up, she kisses a bird, right? The bird like touches her teeth, Mwah. then flies down to the prince and touches his teeth, Mwah. and we saw bird flu get made. <laughs> like no one washes their hands, like ugh. Did you notice that the evil people have green eyes? Yeah. Evil people have green eyes. Evil people have green eyes. Obviously, according to Disney. So anyway, so she's so she's hanging out at the kissing birds. And then the castle, uh, it's not very fortified very well because a guy on one a, one guy on a horse just, just jumps over up. the wall. Why okay. have walls? Why have walls? Also, like she's like 15, 16 years old. I think she's 14 actually. And this 30-year-old guy rolls up and yeah. is like, "Yeah, that's my bride." We're in love. Let's sing together. And she initially runs away and then goes like, yeah, no, I love him. Yeah, she's like telling stories. She's like, I am a true love. The prince was on screen like cumulatively like three minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Nah, you're not in love. Nah. So then, uh, okay, moving ahead. The queen, uh, she's she's like, uh, because the story starts when when the mirror tells her like, no, you're not you're not the fairest anymore. And then she's like, she grabs a box that's specifically designed for for heart cutting. Like it's got on like the ornamentation, a knife stabbing through a heart. Like has she just been keeping those around for whatever? Is that something that people had back in the times? I'm also really curious who's the judging panel behind the magic mirror. Like who is the one that's like, yeah, that she's the fairest. Why wasn't she the fairest before and now she is? Like, is it a puberty thing? Yeah, she got her period. There right we go. There during the movie. There we She's go. She's Ferris now because she can have babies. So would she like because she kissed Sexist birds? Movie because she kissed a bird. Is that what? Probably it? she got the bird flu and mm-hmm. made a half baby bird. I also got really excited when the queen was like observing her and then like shut the windows because you see that at Disneyland. Okay, so she's in tatters. She's in these terrible oh, and clothes. And she's like, and she's like trying to primp herself, just and being then like Ugh. the prince, the or the queen is like, oh, take the princess outside, cut her heart out, bring it back, and then they're like in the woods, and she's picking flowers in this. Oh, then she makes dress. her. Well, she made her change, and now she's got this little cape. Where'd she get that wind? nice dress from? As a scullery maid. Uh, maybe she is a different outfit for when she's scullerying. Anyway, the 
Hansman can't cut her heart out, so he cuts a pig's heart out. Yeah. Well, which, of course, pig hearts we don't and find human that until hearts later, but are the same. They're the same. And you would think that the queen would know the difference because she has dead bodies in her basement. Like, a lot of them. We see them later. There's a lot. Yeah. So, she runs away. She takes a long time to run away, too. She's just like... The guy's, like, standing there with a knife, and she's just like, uh, and she's, like, looking back and forth, like, uh, should I run? Should I not? Should I? Should, uh, sh- sh- sh-? And then she runs away into a forest of nightmares that I and drugs. don't remember. I don't remember this scene. I thought I she just kind of, like, runs, and then she, like, gets scared and faints. And falls. But there's, like... No. They're grabbing at her dress. There's trees with faces. There's owls and bats, which BT Dubs, owls are always bad, but apparently we can kiss other birds. <laughs> What's the bird distinction, Disney? It's crocodiles that are made of logs. Like, lots of trees. Falls, lots of trees with she faces. She falls like 50 feet into swampy water, which, by the way, she never cleans herself from. Nobody ever does in this movie. She just like, runs away until she starts crying and her hair and makeup are perfect. And then she like falls down. She's crying. Mm-hmm. And then 200 woodland animals come out of nowhere. Oh my gosh, every single one. Like, there's a lot of them. And she's basically crying. And then she, like, sits up and goes like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm ashamed of my fear because a large man attempted to rip my heart out. Yeah. And then she's like, Can you find me a place to crash? Yeah. You don't know what I've been through today. And they're just like, Yeah, sure. Let's find you the nearest house. I don't care if anybody's living there. Just find you a place. Well, and she's so delighted when they find her this tiny cottage. And she walks up and knocks and goes like, no one's home, and walks in. <laughs> like, technically, it's breaking they and didn't answer breaking and yeah. no. And she didn't, like, you'd think, like, if they're trying to teach kids, like, good good sort of manners or of what to do in that kind of situation, if you knock on the door and there's nobody there, we say, okay, let's find another place where somebody will welcome us. Or maybe Instead, wait it's just, on the porch. Yeah. Instead, it's just, let's head on inside. And let me bring 200 woodland animals with me. Anyway, so she's like, oh, I think there's, oh, everything's really small. So I think there's kids living here. Like seven untidy kids. And as she says that, she looks at this table that has like a pickaxe sticking out of it <laughs> and overturned beer mugs. She's just like, oh, it's just a bunch of children with sharp objects and alcohol. <laughs> so many beer steins. And she's like, oh, of course, orphans. <laughs> orphans built this beautiful home. And then the end, and then when she's just like, it's so dirty and dusty and look at all this stuff. And like everything that she points to the animals are like, oh, oh, this is so bad. This is so bad. But they actually live in dirt. So like, why would they even care? Well, and then here comes my favorite part. Again, like, I had thought that Snow White was, like, this Susie homemaker. Like, she was, like, this cook, this clean, you know, she did everything. Uh, no, no, no. She goes, oh, look at all this mess. And she starts telling the animals what to clean. And she basically stands there and, like, sweeps a she, little like, holds, bit. Yeah, she just holds, she's like, and I will use the broom. And she just, like, sits there and, like, But sings. she holds the broom because you watch the freaking squirrels sweep up with their stupid tails. Yeah. And then there's, like, all this dusting, but they're not, like, putting the dust outside. It's just like, no, you just throw the dust in the air. That's where it goes. Well, and then... Like, we won't even touch on the fact that she's, like, Dr. Doolittle over here talking to animals, but she is also, like, assigning the jobs to the animals that, like, the animals would do. So, like, she gives the raccoons the job of washing the clothes, because raccoons, like, wash things. Yeah. Which, 
if you want to spend a wonderful <laughs> afternoon, just Google raccoons washing cotton candy. Because that's basically my favorite thing in the whole wide world. So she basically is like, maybe if I clean their house, they'll let me stay. Also, I'm having a bunch of animals do it. Anyway, we cut to the uh, to the dwarves in their mine. And it's like, they're not even like mining in a way where it's just like, oh, we're trying to find something. It's like they're in a very, very, very rich vein of gemstones. Who's and who mine are they selling that? them to? Whose mine is that? Who are they selling it to? Like, who, is that theirs? Who owns that mine? Who owns, is it, I thought it was them, but if I they mean. they do, they're literally billionaires. They would, they would be in a much bigger castle than Snow White's been in. They're in billion. they're billionaires, yeah. if that's their mine. And it's like, there's even like ones where they're just like, ah, this one's not good enough. And they just throw them away like it's garbage. Well, and then like, you know, they finish the end of their day. And, like, they're locking up, and, of course, Dopey, like, locks up the vault that has billions of dollars of gems in it, and then places the key next to the handle. There it you is. You know, like, on a nail that's sitting there. Oh, And so he's cute. like, all right, we're good. Why even lock it? Why even lock it at that point? Uh, so they come home across the, like, yes. cavernous caverns. There's, that like, they have seven to, like, hills yeah, and something. and they have to walk across a fallen tree, I think if I had a mine that was worth billions of dollars, I'd maybe just set up a tent next to it and be like, yeah, this is mine for the next couple months until I get my billions of dollars, mm-hmm. and I'll move somewhere else. Yeah. So then they head home, and Snow White at this point has fallen asleep across three of their midget beds. She's like, I'm so sleepy myself. I'm so sleepy, and she falls asleep. And of course, all the animals fall asleep like in all the other beds and around her, and BT dubs. I'd be more pissed about animals sleeping in my house and my bed than a stranger. Well, that's why they scatter. That's why they leave. Like, they first hear, like, the, they hear the song, and the animals are like, let's get out of here. They don't even wake up Snow White, who's been, like, kind of, like, helping them out, or I don't know if it's helping them out if you get into slave labor, but the, uh, they're just like, nope, nope, we're leaving you here. And so then the dwarves, <laughs> You like, deal with the seven men with sharp objects. And they, like... <laughs> The dwarves, like, freak out, but they're the ones holding, like, big old pickaxes, and there's seven of them. By the way, I had never noticed it before, and I pointed it out, and I got really, really excited that uh, Doc is in the front, and he's got a white lantern, and Dopey's in the back, and he's got a red lantern. It's like a car, because they have, like, the, the, the red lantern in the back. It was so funny. I never got that before. He was really excited. I was really excited. I never noticed that. So anyway, these seven men have pickaxes, and they're afraid of one person in their house. And this goes on for like a while. Oh, yeah. It's like 20 minutes before they make it up the stairs and realize it's a girl. By the way, you know when they're like sneaking around and like the boards are creaking? Do you know how they made that sound effect? No, no. It was Roy Disney, Walt Disney's brother. Mm Mm-hmm. He just, like, stood in front of the microphone and, like, took out his leather wallet and just creaked it in front of it. Just like, another fun fact. Oh, that's been fun facts with Joe Pale. I need, like, a sound effect. Fun fact. Pachow! Pachow! (laughs) No, no, no. We'll use that one. Every single time. Uh, so, yeah, so they, they are, like, going around the house. They're freaking each other out, right? Especially because, like, somebody came in, like... They're like, someone's here to murder us. Somebody who's so OCD, they had to kill. Like, before they can kill, they have to clean the entire yes, place. Like they have make to it clean spotless. your house. Because they acknowledge that the house is spotless. It's some American psycho stuff. they're still worried that someone's going to kill them. 
So then, like, they're sneaking around the bottom story, and they're like, oh, you know, freaking each other out. And then they realize that, like, food's been made, and so they go to, like, eat the food, and Grumpy's like, hey, maybe don't eat a stranger's food. It could be poison. (laughs) Also, all this time, like, their leader has been Doc, and every single time that Doc opens his mouth, he cannot put two words together without, like, saying the opposite of what he's trying to say. Which made me kind of think, why how, Why are you a doctor? You he also can't, can't hold anything. His hands hold are super he's, shaky. He's shaky and he can't put words together. I don't want any kind of diagnosis that this man would give me. Right. Which is probably why he's a minor and not an actual doctor. So then we get the first of many gang beatings. And oh, yeah. the first one here is on poor Sneezy, who gets like about to sneeze and they literally beat the sneeze out of him yeah then uh they beat up dopey after yeah, that because they run out and dopey's like covered in pots and pans yeah which by the way everyone had taken so much time to clean like everything and all of a sudden they're just running around and just knocking over everything knocking over it all so obviously snow white in her days as a scullery maid has learned to sleep through everything <laughs> uh so then dopey goes up there comes down because he's scared, then he get he falls into the pots and pans, goes outside, they beat the crap out of him, till they realize that he's not a pot and pan monster. Like, he's what was dopey. the monster doing? And she he like makes like snoring sounds and they're like, Oh, someone's sleeping up there. So then they go up there. They like Every time they show Snow White sleeping, she becomes this weird ghost because she's like moaning moaning. in her sleep and reaching her arms out as far as she can, like underneath the sheet. So it's like making this like this white specter looking sort of shape. But she's just making these sounds like it's like a a lamb. Yeah, she sounded like that. So So then they like realize it's a girl. And my favorite part is that they pull back the sheets and they go, what is that? Well, first they pull back the sheets and they're like halfway bringing their pickaxes down, which would have made for a very, very short movie and a very grotesque movie. Because they would have been like... But then they go, stop, she's super pretty. By the way, stop, she's pretty. What is it? What is it? What is it? It's pretty. (laughs) That's what they said. So if she had been ugly, it would have been a much shorter movie. And they they then go like, what is it? What so, like, they it? don't realize that it's a girl. Mm-hmm. But then, like, later, like, so then they go through this whole thing of, like, she wakes up, she pulls the sheets up to cover herself as if she's naked, but she's still, she's still wearing her, her dress. Well, they're the weird muddy clothes from the swamp. And she's but like, she, they look pristine. So then she goes, like, oh, it's little men. And she proceeds to start guessing each of their names. And. Like, you know, guesses them all correctly and everything. And at this point, they finally go like, well, let's find out who she is. And she's like, oh, I'm Snow White. And they're like, oh, it's the princess. So they know the princess. They know the princess's name. They know the concept of a princess. But they don't know what a girl is. Yeah. Like, were they under the impression that the princess was like a honey-baked cam? Like, what did they... What did they think the princess was? By the way, this is one of those weird little things that I'd never really thought of or noticed before. I've never realized it. I'm starting to see it a lot more often in movies and and in cartoons when, like, women wake up and then they're fully made up and their hair is perfect. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, I've started to realize that more and more often in in things when people, like, wake up and they're like, "Mm, I slept like a rock. And it's like, really? Because you look like you just spent three hours in a makeup chair. 
I always do my makeup before Jill wakes That's up. That's not true. I hardly ever do my makeup. Okay. In general. <laughs> so, she guesses all their names. Grumpy gets pissed. They find out she's Snow White. She proceeds to tell them she's made dinner. Which And then she gets like, really surprised and is like, oh, crap, I made dinner. And she, like, runs downstairs being like, it, everything's boiling over. I slept while cooking. Yeah. So then she's like, all right, like, and they all jump at the table, like, they start, like, grabbing food, and she's like, um, has anybody washed up? And then you have seven 50 to 60-year-old men lying about washing their hands. Hey, here's the other thing, though. There, there's another side to this, which is something that's always bothered me, even since I was a little kid. She broke into these people's house and completely rearranged everything and then instead of saying i'm so sorry i did not realize that i'm intruding into your personal property can you please let me stay she just turns around and says we're gonna have some rules here it's time for you all to clean up well yeah it's the age-old like (laughs) women knows best women women's women's multiple women's are you doing women's with a y because it doesn't make an men in there why men's knows best okay (laughs) <laughs> anyway, that always just kind of bothered me that she just starts bossing them around oh. after breaking into their house. My English major husband just died a little bit. No, I didn't. And I said, Wyman's. No. So then she, so she tells them all to go wash up. Yeah, she's like, supper's not ready. It gives you enough time to wash up. So they all go outside, except for Grumpy. Oh, so the like, one who lies about washing is the doctor. Yeah, Doc. Doc's like, yeah, we all washed up. And she's like, let me see your he's hands. like, yeah, I didn't leave a scalpel inside of your stomach. I don't think he's a real doc. I'm less thinking he's then a real doc. what is his thing then? He Why isn't he leader? Why isn't he just like he is, dude, well, the, the dude? Like he's well, why is he a doc? Big Lebowski uh, wasn't around for another 50 years. But why a doc? Okay, so he's doc, but he's As in like documentarian? About, I don't know. He lies about washing his hands. So then, like, she sends them all outside. They look at this trough of water as if they'd never seen it before. And they're even looking at it, and they'd be like, hmm, what is it? Hmm, it's wet. I don't know. But they own soap. And so then Grumpy, like, comes outside, sits on a stool, and is basically like, women, give them an inch. They'll take a mile. By the way, he had originally said, I don't know what a woman is. And now he's just like, <laughs> social commentary. So I am very curious about this grumpy's backstory and why he's so jaded at women like he's just like women that's a right that's a bad relationship can't live with them can't live without them yeah probably had a bad relationship he probably did but now he's living with his six brothers so they don't know how to wash their hands but they own soap and doc is all telling them like with a little rhyme in a song like this is how you wash your hands while he himself is not washing his hands as the doctor and we get to watch a fly farting into a bubble yeah, I never really picked up on that whole, like, sleepy in the fly thing. I, what is that? Like, do people, like, do sleepy people just have a fly that lives on their nose? I don't know. Maybe. I've never so seen, sleepy, I've never like, noticed that before. continues to follow them. Yeah. Uh, th- this is where we get our third gang beating. Um, and they beat Grumpy. More like, a, more like a waterboarding? Into the wash. Yeah. They They beat him up to wash him. They just kind of grab him and, like... Because he's like, he's standing his ground. He's just like, I'm not going to let somebody come in and just take over and tell me how to live my life. And they're like, very true. Yeah. They're like, well, I don't like your attitude. So we're just going to force wash you. 
We're going to wash your teeth with the same soap we wash your armpits. So in talking about another dwarf beating, uh, my mom worked at Disneyland. Uh, she's a tiny lady. And so she was a, she worked in the character department and she often played a dwarf because my mom's only five feet tall. She said that Naturally. when new dwarfs would come in, new, it was- a, New dwarfs or new dwarfs? New. Okay. N-E-W dwarfs okay. would come in. Like it was their first day playing a dwarf because there were seven of them. They would wash their teeth with soap. They would take them behind the castle and beat the hell out of them. Yeah, it's like a jump in. Yeah, like, like the gangs. so, like the last dwarf, the new dwarf would always like play dopey, and so it would walk at the end. They'd lead them toward the castle, push them over so they couldn't get up with that giant head on, and beat the hell out of them. And then they were allowed to be a dwarf. It's actually in the <laughs> Mouse Weight books. If you no, no no the published Mouse Weight books that are not Disney affiliated, <laughs> it's in there. By the way, this is a good time to mention that we are not Disney affiliated. We are a Disney fan cast. I already mentioned that. We are mentioning it again. So we flash back to the witch, and that's when she's just like, <laughs> I killed this girl. And the mirror is just like, that's a pig's heart. She's just like, I never took anatomy. She's like, dang it. Dang it. So she heads downstairs past all of the dead bodies that she has in her Multiple thing. dead bodies. There's all these, like, and she's like even mocking them a dead little bit. Dead body. Like, hey, want some water? <laughs> yeah, she like kicks and so, them and they turn to dust. So then she goes downstairs and this is where I'm starting to, to uh, wonder. It's like, oh, she's not necessarily like a witch. She's more like a chemist. Like, she's a full-blown chemistry set with like beakers and Erlenmeyer flasks. Well, yeah. And, and she requires distill, things like mummy dust and an old woman's mummy cackle. Dust. That can't be easy to get. Mummy dust of all things. Mummy dust. That requires a mummy that you have then pulverized. Yeah. And how do you bottle an old woman's cackle? Well, and she's also very powerful because at the end of this spell, she creates yeah. a storm to get a lightning bolt. And it's like, it's not even like a thing like in, like, uh, like in Frankenstein where they, it's in the middle of the storm and they bring this thing up and they're flying kites to try to attract electricity. Like she just holds a cup up to a window and lightning just strikes it. Just like, no big, just, well, there it is. And through all this, like, she uses this whole thing to transform herself. She makes this poison apple, everything. She has a whole book of disguises. And she a picks whole an book. old woman. But she could have used, like, arsenic, rat poison, like, anything to kill her. Well, there's a different book, the book Not of poisons. Not just put her to sleep. Yeah. Like, she obviously was willing to kill her because she ordered the huntsman to bring her the heart it doesn't even say it, it even says that in the actual spell of the poison that she's like oh no this is a deep sleep until first love's kiss not like this is gonna kill her and she'll never come back right but like she was obviously willing to kill her but instead she's like well that didn't work i'll just put her to sleep so after that scene we cut to the dwarves cottage where they are having a, a good old post-supper dance party like a whole music party a whole thing like grumpy is literally playing this fancy organ mm -hmm. that not only requires his hands and feet like a normal organ but also requires his butt cheeks okay i just i time for a little psa these dwarves they are given so much definition in their 
behind carriages. They got nice butts. They're so toned. Like, Maybe it's from lifting all them gems. I literally but wrote they, in my notes, these dwarves have some succulent butts. There was a there was a moment where we had to pause it for some reason and it was just like it was grumpy sitting at the organ kind of like standing up with his arms in the air about to like hit a really a really big a really big like sort of nope and you just see this clench in the back that is just like herculean like it is just defined girls these days be jealous i know them dwarf sputs oh my gosh i wonder if this is like the movie that 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 spawned Sir Mix-a-Lots, you know? I said dwarfs with an F just for you. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, don't do it for me. Do it for do it for your fellow man. Ah, no, I can't even use a comma correctly. I don't know what that means. Anyway, by the way, Grumpy is like begrudgingly playing this beautiful organ perfectly too, but he's like, I'm not having fun. And everyone's like dancing around and everyone's playing all these instruments, which kind of makes me think like, guys, you probably make a billion, a billion dollars off of all those gems. Why don't you just retire and become musicians? Because clearly this is what you're really suited for. (sighs) But no. But my favorite part is when we get two kids in a trench coat. Oh, we get Dopey on Sneezy's shoulders in a trench coat, which where did that come from? I don't know. Maybe the last person that stayed with them and probably got murdered by the, the evil witch. That they murdered. <laughs> but then my favorite part is they're dancing and Sneezy, of course, gets Sneezy. And while blows, dancing while dancing with Snow White. Blows the middle of the coat out. Uh, uh, so anyway, after Sneezy sneezes the trench coat away, uh, the pr- the Snow White's like, oh, the prince is so romantic. I love him so much. Oh, because they're much. like, tell us a story. It's your turn. Tell us a story. Tell us a story. And, she and she's like, she like, there's gets, a like, princess. She gets two is it you? words. Yeah, she gets two yes. words into the story, and they're like, you're telling us about about yourself. And she's just like, heck, yes, I am. I have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> and she's like, there's this romantic prince. Romantic there was this princess who just threw water on the steps of a castle. He's been on screen for two minutes. And he's my true love. True love. A what? Yeah. Anyway, the These the, dwarves have succulent butts. They have succulent Going back butts. Into that. And then all of a sudden there's a cuckoo clock and they're just like bedtime. bedtime. Although she's the one who points it out, even though it's their clock that they set themselves. And she's just like, bedtime. Bedtime. And then she's just like, all right, everybody go to bed. And they're like, why don't you take the room upstairs that has With all seven beds in it, <laughs> seven beds and pillows and blankets. And they are, they're all just like, no, 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 we're cool. And then they all start like voraciously eyeing one this one pillow in the corner. And Dobie's like, I got this. This one's mine. And then they just like, it's Again. like, Again beat him up well it's this weird thing because she's like are you sure they're like yeah yeah it's cool she goes to sleep on three of the beds which by the way there are four more upstairs and there are pillows and blankets that she could have passed around but instead she just kind of lets them like purge each other downstairs for just one pillow and then they're just like and don't think it's excited because he falls asleep on on a feather. feather but these are like what did she do she 
she she sang a song and swept the floor maybe she got a bunch of gross ass animals to clean got their a whole house. bunch of gra- animals to grab the house and she gets all the beds meanwhile they've been doing heavy manual labor for in a mine billions for hours, of dollars for hours and they have to sleep in the cupboards in the pots in on the tables grumpy's all sink. mad because he's sleeping in the pot that they just made dinner in mm-hmm. above the fire that's still lit yeah uh, like he even gets angry and like spits and it like sizzles because the coals are still burning uh is it doc doc like accidentally waterboards himself in the sink yeah he just like he's like snoring and then just like <laughs> he starts drowning and he's just like no 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 it's cool anyway we cut to the wicked witch who or the stepmother who's turned herself into the old hag and now she's got the she's doing the apple thing and i would think that like if it were me and i realized that i had a very long journey to make i probably would have turned myself into an old hag later instead of having to crawl through the jungle as an old hag no and that's what happens is that she 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 makes the apple basically watch this old woman fight through the jungle and so as soon as she makes the apple she like disappears down even lower i thought she was already in the dungeon but she goes into a sub dungeon that has a canoe another dead body she kicks another dead body and so then she gets into the canoe and then hobbles off but like as she walks it looks so painful yeah so she like has to hobble through a swamp and she gets to one point where there's two vultures and they're like yeah no she's gonna die we better follow her so they follow her which i know the kind of thing is like she means to kill somebody so i know from like the writer's point of view it's just like they know like death is gonna follow her no matter who it is like you kind of think it's like let's follow her because she's gonna kill somebody but you know eventually it's like no let's follow her because she's gonna be the one who's gonna die so we watch her struggle for a while then we cut back to the dwarf's house and they're leaving she kisses them all in the head Dopey goes back through the window multiple times. Oh, this is one of my favorite things. Always tries to kiss her with his mouth, and, and she's she just turns like, "Give me, his give me head. that, give me that sweaty bald head." She turns Mwah. his head, kisses his head, it's like uh, kissing a peanut. She sends them all on their way. At which point they say, "Whistle while while we work, or off to work we go." Uh, and then she proceeds to use the birds to make their food wait 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 before that before that and this is an actual thing this is completely genuine something i've never ever picked up on before the last person out the house is grumpy and so grumpy is just kind of like sitting there with his arms folded while everybody's like walking out and getting their little goodbye go to work kiss because apparently they're all in this weird sister marriage now and he's just kind of like sitting there just like nah i'm not gonna do that when he's finally by himself he looks in the mirror and like wipes his forehead because he's just like i'm about to get a kiss and then he like looks at himself in the mirror and like puts on his grimace just being like yeah pretend you don't want that kiss and then he goes out and he like makes this big show of just like well i'm about to go and i'm sure i hope you don't get yourself accidentally killed because you're an idiot like he's like putting on this whole front instructions and she just like strangers and she and she just like kisses him on the head and he's just like like he puts on this big show and he walks away and he just melts and i've never noticed it before that like this is like the beginning of what you see in like sitcoms when they're just like oh they hate each other obviously they're enemies and then they end up becoming lovers it's like this is how you set that up snow white grumpy the later years oh my gosh they they have so much tension 
so much of that tension. I would watch two seasons of that, and then I would probably give up on that. So then the old woman continues to crawl through the swamp. She finally gets to their house. And then we get to birds making pies. You started Snow White is using all of the freaking birds to make (sighs) all of their pies, which grosses me out because, hello, gross. They're like... They're like putting little crisscross patterns on the corners of the pie with their bird feet. I am not a fan of birds in general. (laughs) I just don't enjoy birds. Like the only birds I like are owls, which apparently are always viewed as evil, except for Winnie the Pooh, which they're wise. But owls are the only birds that I can tolerate. All other birds are disgusting. Anyway, she makes gooseberry pies, which sounds like goose poop pies it's like cow pie pies yeah like <laughs> oh gooseberry pies like oh so she used the goose to make the pies well the and gooseberries are a real thing but other birds but step does, on the pies if you think about it a little too hard oh, these are poop pies and the it other birds be. are stepping on goose your poop, poop pies. pies gross so then the the wicked witch shows up looking more wicked than when she was actually wicked and well yeah because she stepped everybody a like, as and like everybody a like old woman and then all of the birds and all the animals run away in fear because ugly people are scary. And that is the message that we need to take away from True this. Story. Uh, like, and then that just kind of made me think, like, why did she make herself look like an old hag if she was trying to be, make herself, like, welcomed into Snow White's life? Why wasn't she just like, oh, I'm going to make myself into a nice old lady who's just, like, got a warm smile. It's like, why would she make herself into a hag? Because the birds and the deer immediately see right through it well and the thing that i don't understand is that snow white has literally talked to the animals the entire movie and the one and like, time the animals don't are trust like her. don't trust her don't trust her she's like nah it's cool no no she's and it's good. like what so then they're like the animals are just like well we're gonna go get the dwarves who the, the, they, the dwarves have never listened to them ever before. so a stampede of 200 woodland animals go running through the forest and they like show up and you get like a, uh, there's a cut between like the woodland animals running, cutting to the old woman trying to convince her to eat the apple. Mm-hmm. Then, and, and like she can't convince her to eat the apple when it's a normal apple. So she's like, oh, it turns out it's a out, wish apple. It's a just wish like, apple. Oh, and then Snow White's I love like, wishes. oh, I love wishes. You got me. I'll taste it now. So the animals are then running. They finally make it to the dwarves and they're like attacking the dwarves, trying to get them to come back to the house. Which if that happened, if a whole bunch of animals started coming like towards me, that were just woodland like, creatures. that were like, you need to come home. I would say, I, that's the one place I don't want to go to. Yeah. I'd be like, I oh, just I have hide. a pickaxe. You're all dead. <laughs> so the witch finally convinces her to eat the apple after yes. she tells her it's a wish apple yes and at this point snow white is eating the apple but you don't see her at all like it does this weird sort of cutaway where it's just looking at the reaction of the witch and you just hear these just like oh this tastes funny oh oh i feel weird and it's just like i don't know if it was just like the 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 whole like the the, the the motion picture code or what it is, but like you can't it maybe they just weren't legally allowed to show somebody actively being poisoned. And so she's just making these weird noises and then You see her camera hand. goes down and you see her hand fall down like with a and with the apple, the apple with a bite in it. Where it's just like, well okay, well I guess we didn't actually see the carnage but and like as that happens, the dwarfs show up. Yeah. And, like, so the the Wicked Witch, like, runs out of the well, house. Well, they show up in, like, with the 200 woodland animals kind of coming with them. They're riding on, like, them. the deer. And there's, like, 
bunnies, which I mean the bunnies and the raccoons and the squirrels and everything could keep up with the deer is pretty impressive. Yeah. But they're riding on the deer and they show up like as Snow White dies or falls asleep. And then like the Wicked Witch like runs out of the house and starts like turning the other way than they're showing up. So they like pursue her. And at this point I start thinking, why did the Wicked Witch not actually kind of figure out an escape plan? Why didn't she? And then it's kind of layered because one, uh, she's still in the body of an old lady. So she's like hobbling away. She did not think this through. Like the old lady thing She's hobbling like an old woman. So it's not like she's like the queen who just looks like the old woman. She's mm-hmm. literally transformed herself into an old woman who cannot run like a young person. At the and on top of that, like imagining the the the, the queen, the wicked queen as she normally is. I I still don't imagine that kind of person actually running. So it's like maybe she would have had some I mean, she had a whole book of disguises. Maybe she could have disguised herself as something that flies or something that runs really fast after committing a murder. Or she could have actually murdered Snow White. All she did was put her to sleep. Also, one thing that I learned while watching this was that it's not... I thought it was, throughout these all these years, I thought it was true love's kiss. Like, I thought it was, like, you woke up if it was true love's kiss. And well, because you hear that in a lot of the other Maybe that's things, uh, like, Sleeping Beauty's thing. Or they say that in, like, in Once Upon a Time. They're always like, that's yeah, true. true love's kiss, true love's kiss, true I'm love's kiss. I'm such a fan of, of Once Upon a Time that, like, when we're talking about Grumpy's backstory, I'm like, oh, well, I know Grumpy's backstory. Uh, no, because it's a whole other TV show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Grumpy but, was the guy from, uh, from yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. I happen to very much enjoy Once Upon He's a Time. He's a backstory? But, yeah, he totally does. But, um... They have the 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 spell book that she like you clearly see says love's first kiss, not true love's kiss. So like basically, you can't have kissed this person before. Yeah. But I always thought it was true love's kiss. Yeah. Because and one of the reasons is because once upon a time they use that true love's kiss all the time for stuff to break stuff. Anyway. So the old the witch comes running out of the house and she basically turns to the left and the dwarves come in from the right. We're gonna need a judge's calling on that. Was that the left or the right? Uh, hey, uh, judges say shut your face. <laughs> and so the witch goes running off and she immediately takes off up this up like cliff, a narrow mountain, and yeah, then like, like and starts climbing, climbing, scaling rocks in that her are the old size woman body. Of her. And again, I was like, maybe an old woman wasn't your best body choice. Yeah. Because I don't know how A bird would have been great. Again, like, she's like, oh, she'll trust me? I don't, I I mean, I don't go from a day-to-day, so I'm like, oh, like, an old woman's knocking on the door. I trust her more than a young person. I don't know. And isn't that the point of a disguise? To kind of just, like, sneak in and sneak out? And she just did a bad job of that. Yeah. So she immediately takes up this hill. She is, like, crawling over all these rocks. And she gets to the top and goes, I'm trapped. And it's like, (laughs) well, you literally crawled up a mountain. So, yes. So then her next plan of action, because all the dwarves are climbing up the hills, which they are mountain men and they can, and they're going very fast. And she's just like, I'm going to dislodge this boulder and kill them. Because, of course, there's a boulder sitting up there with a a stick that's like a lever. 
like but so it's like it's like it's, it's like a boulder sitting up on one end of it yeah. like if you imagine an egg it's sitting on the the big side the, no the, like the smallest end of it it's like Whatever. an upside down egg like sitting there and with she like that's supported by tiny tiny yeah. pebbles and she's just like yeah yeah like then I'm gonna, this is gonna work this is gonna work and then she gets and right before the boulder starts heading towards the dwarfs lightning strikes lightning strikes the not her but the the platform that she's on breaks it she falls down and the boulder just all of a sudden tumbles towards her and i started laughing hysterically because i don't remember that happening the fact that she just like i'm gonna crush you with this boulder and then nature intervenes and she falls and the boulder's just like and like she could just fall and the boulder could stay there and everything would be like oh yeah justice is served but it's just like oh my gosh insult to injury the boulder comes tumbling after her and the dwarves are like what happened and the then the vultures look at each other and being like it's time to yeah. eat so my favorite part was the vultures who were <laughs> sitting like just right there like in the corner of the screen were just like yeah like they turn to each other they smile and they head after the like wicked stepmother's body so it's not even that she like kind of falls and is like pinned by it or anything like it. it's like oh no she's she's she is dead and she is vulture meat. Well, we don't even see it. Like, you just watch yeah. her fall. Then you watch the large boulder go the opposite way she wanted it to go. And then you watch the, the vulture smile, head after her. But for some reason, I always thought that she w- she herself was struck by lightning. But I think that was because... I always thought that too. I've, I've spent so much more time, instead of watching the movie, going on the Disneyland ride. That's and it lo- And the Disneyland ride actually makes it look like she is struck by lightning because it's like her body's just like nah well like the lightning strikes and so it looks like she gets hit anyway i laughed and the, even though it was a very serious moment well it's supposed probably to be because like i didn't pivotal moment yeah so then yeah so she's dead so the dwarfs are like oh so they crawl back down and yeah. head toward their house and basically like they see snow white is dead because she's not breathing and then they go to title cards which I've never actually seen before in a movie where it's like, it gets to a certain point and then it just like, it's not even the credits, it's not post-credits, it's not pre-movie. It just goes to the title card and says, and then this happened, and blah, 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 blah. And I was just like, this is, this is very interesting. This is a very interesting choice. But one of the things that it kind of explained that I've never re- understood before is that it said, the dwarves didn't want to bury her because she's so beautiful. They just wanted to look at her. So they kept eternal vigil for her in a coffin made of glass in a coffin and made gold. of glass and gold eternal vigil meaning that forever for the rest of your life you have to keep going to this person's not burial site just like their coffin and just like keep bringing them flowers forever I, what i wanted to know is that there's no no at all inclination of time So, like, they don't say whether this is weeks, months, years, but basically, like, she doesn't mold, she doesn't decompose, and, like, girl must have had pressure ulcers like you don't believe, because she's been laying in one spot for, like, weeks, months, years? Because it just says that the prince was trying to find her. Yeah. It doesn't say how much, and the, like, dwarfs never move her. Yeah. So... I, her backside must have been one solid wound. So then by the time that Mr. Prince shows up, 
like there are no questions asked there are no like excuse me who are you they like, just open they're the sitting glass there case. they're sitting there and he just shows up on his horse by the way before he even shows up you just hear his voice singing and then you see him like kind of on the horizon sitting on his horse singing and then he just shows up and says like you know doesn't even say anything he's just like mm, this is my this is my jam i love eternal vigils and so they just kind of like like they just let him through and he just walks up and there's not even like a moment of hesitation where they're just like did i say hesitation i said hesitation there's not a moment <laughs> that's my english major this husband. is why i would drink the wine so the uh there's no moment of hesitation he just walks right up and he's just like mm, pretty girl i'm gonna kiss her i'm gonna kiss this dead body and nobody else like stops him and says like maybe that's not such a good idea hi hello can we talk about the fact that we've known this man for two minutes and he's kissing dead bodies and he's just uh, like this fool be into some creepy stuff well i mean he's one of them bird kissers so he might be already <sighs> dying of the plague I'm already so not into birds <laughs> in general <sighs> so he just like walks up like he just ambles up there's no moment he just like goes up and he's like Mwah! and before even the dwarves in their eternal vigil know what's going on. She just wakes up she just and she's like, up. oh, hey. It's like one of them looks up and goes, oh, hey. And she's like, <laughs> again, doing the whole hand above her head, stretching like, just like, oh, like, oh, I've been asleep for so long. Like she was under the sheets, like at the beginning, mm-hmm. like a ghost or something. And, and first off, who wakes up and immediately starts stretching? I wake up and immediately start going, why is my alarm going off? <laughs> what is this stuff what in my eyes? sound? Also, I, I just, I, I just kind of have to wonder on a pop culture, not a pop culture, but on a cultural sort of level, how many people after seeing this movie have gone to like open casket funerals and just thought like, I'm going to kiss her. I'm going to kiss her. And that's going to make things all right. And then just like, yeah, that's what a embalming fluid tastes like. I just kind of wonder. There might be a number out there. It could be seven. It could be 700. I don't know. Okay, so if you die tomorrow, I'm going to try this. Please don't. I'm going to try this. Don't, please. If I die tomorrow, you better try this. <sighs> okay. <laughs> it won't work because it was love's first kiss, not true love's <laughs> kiss. If we were playing by Sleeping Beauty rules, this would work. So anyway, after that point, like, she's just, like, she doesn't even, like, kind of be like, oh, let's no, discuss. she's not even like, hey, what's your yeah. name? Or let's. Hey, spoiler alert, we still don't know his name. So it's not the kind of thing where she, like, wakes up and she's like, let's kind of figure out what's going on. But because, like, the story that she told, when she's just like, oh, there was a ma- there was a princess and there was a prince and he came and he kissed her and they went to his magic castle and they lived happily ever after. So when she wakes up and the prince is right there, she doesn't like kind of stop and say like, okay, what's the plan? What, what are we going to do? Are we going to get married? Or are you just kind of here? He picks her he up. He picks her up, just puts her on a horse. And, and she just immediately. And they ride off together. She, she immediately kisses starts all saying of goodbye. The yeah, she kisses them all in the head again. Again, she wait. never walks. Wait, 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 wait. There's, there's, something, there's something else to this. She not only kisses all the dwarves. But the prince lifts all the dwarves to the horse That's for true. her to kiss. Because she never <laughs> walks. One, one by one, he just stands there like a carnival barker, just kind of like lifting each of them like, all right, kid, your turn. And just like lifts them up for her to kiss them on the head, every single one. And she just like immediately is just in this mode of just like, goodbye, 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 goodbye. Time seven. And so, and then and then they just go off they together. They go off together. Like... 
hello, like, how long was she asleep for? Does she run that castle now? Because that was her stepmother. Like, isn't she the queen? Well, that's not even the castle either, because they, like... Isn't she the queen, though? She should, if the other queen is but dead. But she's, like, riding off with this prince to, to a this different other castle. castle? By the way, the other castle that they show, you don't even see, like, a real... It's in the real, sky. Yeah, it's, like, it's a castle literally made of clouds, like, over water. Did she die? Whoa. Oh. What if she died at the end? This hurts my brain. Whoa. You're hurting my brain beam. I need more wine. What if she died Whoa. at the end? Whoa. <laughs> what if he you just died? Inceptionized me. What if he died looking for her? Maybe. And they're both dead. And all the dwarves. What if she didn't bring an apple? She brought an atomic bomb. What and if everyone's dead? The heart that was brought to the queen when they said it's a pig's heart because it was the prince's heart because he was a pig. Because he, he, he didn't respect women. So he was actually dead. No, so this is like she bit the apple, and this was all her fantasy after but that. Seriously. She rides. By the way, this is all fantasy. Into so, yeah. the nowhere with a man she doesn't know. She doesn't even go there. She like goes to the coast. She to doesn't look, even go there. To look. You don't even go here. She goes to the coast. Like he just like guides her on a horse to look at a castle in right. the distance that's in the sky. That's in the sky. Like, and they're just like, uh, we're happy. Oh, we got a hot take now. We got a hot take. She died. I'm gonna say she died. Okay, so what? So at what point did she die then? All right, so I'm gonna say that the wicked witch filled that apple with like cyanide, not with which like, is what apples are re- literally filled well, with because it's in their cyanide. seeds. But she had the, she had her eat the seeds. It was an apple filled with seeds, and so she had her eat a whole bunch of apple seeds she died of cyanide poisoning okay she smelled like almonds because i watch murder she wrote i thought that's what i thought that was hemlock no 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 that hemlock cyanide is totally almonds okay and i'm pretty sure because i watch murder she wrote not because i've ever murdered someone but everyone can look into that so i'm gonna say she died i'm gonna say the dwarves wrote up uh, I'm still going to say they killed the witch because I s- think that's a terrible idea to turn yourself into a 90-year-old woman and try to fight seven men. And I'm going to say she was dead and she, maybe it's a whole purgatory thing. Maybe, And then could be. finally, like, she got into heaven This or is something. like the end of Inception where or it's just like, like, did they actually con- con- the, like complete their goals? The prince was like, I watched Inception and I didn't get it. I'll but I'm gonna to say like someday. thank you, and maybe like the prince like finally died like while looking for her, and so then they met up in the afterlife. I don't know. So I know this is gonna surprise you, but I have some more facts. First of all, this is the highest grossing animated feature ever made, adjusted for inflation. Okay. Also, it was one of Adolf Hitler's favorite movies. Oh no. <laughs> was that a fact you would ever say he also loved king kong oh lord um, like the one with samuel L. jackson or oh gosh so many versions between that <laughs> we haven't even talked about the wine we've been drinking 
Oh, okay. So here's you another literally thing. Literally, are wine you wish upon a star. Okay, so here's another thing. Oh, let me let me get through my facts, oh, and we can talk God, about facts. the wine. Okay, facts. Okay. Facts. Here are some other dwarf names that were considered and never used. Deefy. D. Wait, I'm sorry. Spell it for me. D e e f y. What is Deefy? Deefy mean? I don't know, but that was actually Doc's name right before Deefy. The release. What? Deefy. Here's another one. Hotsy. 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 Who was Hotsy? I would was imagine that, that was. I would imagine that was Happy, but maybe Hotsy? like a sexier like Happy. Hotsy. 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 Here's another one. Jaunty. It's kind of happy. Jaunty. Jaunty. Like a little jaunty too. No, that one's alright. That one's better than Deefy. Here's here's one. Shifty. Who's Shifty? I don't know, but. I don't think that would be a character that would actually be made because it's like he would just kind of sit there like just like looking his, eye, his eyes looking back and yeah. forth maybe he has a trench coat maybe he's always winding his watch under the trench coat I don't know he was the bottom part of the trench coat uh, and here's another one that Charles M. Schultz was really happy they didn't go with Snoopy Snoopy could have ah, been a dwarf. Snoopy could have been a dwarf. And when Charles Schultz found about found that bleh, found out about that, he was just like, "Oh, I'm so happy because I would have had to change everything." Yeah, that would have been big for him. That Snoopy. Yeah. I mean, Snoopy dwarf. Wait, so was Dopey always going to be Dopey? Okay, interesting story about that. Dopey was chosen, and uh, the people who you know at, at Disney were just like, "I don't know if Dopey." really sounds like something that would be like an old english grim fairy tale sort of name because that sounds too you know modern and one of the writers or one of the animators argued that the word dopey is used in a shakespearean play and so therefore which shakespearean play well that's what happened they said like well it is used in shakespeare therefore it's right and they're like okay fine they went with it Ever since then, people have been scouring Shakespearean plays and sonnets and have not found the word dopey. Oh, so somebody lied. That fool lied. Somebody lied. <laughs> See, that's great because now Disney has that whole dopey race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing is that this movie was the first movie to ever premiere at Radio City Music Hall. The funny thing about that is that after it premiered there, they continued showing it. By the time that the movie stopped showing, they had to replace all of the velvet upholstery in the seats because too many children had wet themselves during the whole forest scene. What? (laughs) Kids were more scared of stuff back then. That's a scary scene. Uh, I'm sorry. If we now, like, cut to like movies nowadays there's way scarier stuff i think like, that the things Disney movies nowadays, i think that things were even scarier back in like the 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 80s and 90s the things that were considered kids movies because oh, like, i remember i, I remember wet myself during toy story 3 because of how much i cried so i did well you wet yourself wet on the face on the face <laughs> I, when I was a kid, I almost, you know, back in 89, I almost wet myself during Who Framed Roger Rabbit because a live action person is run over by a steamroller and then stands up and runs around. And that... Oh, right. I enjoyed that during one of our first dates, you explained that as oh a fear of yours. I shook. And I shook. I, I was just, silent and shook. Uh, like, oh my God, I just wanted to laugh myself to death when you explained that. It was... as a real fear of yours. It was one of those things that was incredibly frightening, and then as I grew older, like, I was fascinated by that fright. Like, the same by way that people love horror movies. steamroller? No, just, like, watching that scene in that movie. 
And then here's another one. I already told you this one, but I think the, 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 the listeners would like to hear it. All five of them. All five of you. Thank you, guys. Oh, you held on through Thank the grammar you. stuff. Thanks, guys. So the voice actress that played the Wicked Witch, her name is Lucille Laverne. And she was recording, you know, doing all of the stuff at the beginning, like, oh, who's the fairest? And when it came to the point where they had to record the hag version of her, they were considering getting a different voice actress for that, just because, like, she had to sound so different. And Lucille Laverne was just like, hold my drink, I'm going to figure this out. She walked out of the recording booth, came back in, recorded the lines, and sounded perfect. And they said, whoa, that was amazing, what did you do? And she said, I took out my false teeth. She actually had false teeth, and that was what made her have the whole hag voice so it's the same actress without her teeth anyway those are my facts so another thing that we're trying to do with this podcast is we're actually trying to pair wines with the movies that we are watching and so right now we are drinking a wine that is called well we're drinking a rosé we're drinking a rosé and drink the reason two why different rosés and so the reason why we're drinking rosé is because we have snow white and snow white is so often associated with the red apple and so the combination thereof is the pink the rosé i am currently drinking a rosé called magic maker because there's like a lot of magic involved in this we bought it at ralph's we bought it at ralph's super tasty super tasty but our favorite rosé our favorite that we started with when we were watching the movie didn't even make it through the movie because mm-hmm. it's such a tasty rosé mm-hmm. is from kiyami it's from kiyami in paso this robles tiny little winery in paso robles that no one's ever heard of well some people have heard well of it. we're members of it and it's crazy tasty so good even the winemakers there love drinking it. Every single time we see them there, they always have a glass of it. A fun story. Last summer, our air conditioning and our refrigerator broke in the same week. It went and kaput. we said, hey, screw the world. And we took off to Paso Robles and booked this hotel that had both a refrigerator and an air conditioner. And we uh, are members of Kiyami, so we went there to wine mm-hmm. taste for free. And they had just released this new rosé, which is super tasty. And for every, like, little glass that we were poured, you know, for the tasting, the actual winemaker (laughs) had, like, a full glass and then some. We love you, Greg. If you're listening, we love you. And he was like, oh, I don't know if this is even going to make it into (laughs) Into the shipments. shipments." (laughs) Because I'm drinking it all. It's a delicious rosé, but it's a Kiyami. Everyone should look into it. It's wonderful. So we'll try to put that information into the description so that you can maybe have the same experience as us. Again, this is a, uh, this is just a fan cast where we just kind of listen to, or we watch the movies and then we review, but uh, we're not watching in explicitly chronological order. This isn't like a running commentary that takes as long as the movie, but... uh, We're trying to watch in theatrical order. But we're watching in theatrical order. So the next one is probably going to be Pinocchio, I believe. Sure. And with that one, we will try to find an appropriate wine for that one anyway uh i think that'll do it for us again this is joe Peo. and this is brenna Peo. and this is wine you wish upon a star we will see you next time yes uh, bye <laughs>